to another episode of Go Bayside. As you know by now, it is the podcast where a friend comes over to my house, we watch an episode of Say by the Bell, and then we break it down piece by piece. And my my guest is very popular in getting texts already. My guest is my dear friend, Aaron Gibson. Hi, April. Hi. Thank very you. upset about this episode. Okay, well, okay. This is why she's I'm upset, getting, you guys. I'm diving right into it. it. You are diving right into it, and it did end on a to-be-continued. And let me go ahead and get this out of the way. We just watched an episode called The Last Dance, and the original air date was September 14th, 1991. Now, what I need you to do is give like a four or five sentence synopsis of the entire plot, and then we'll go through it piece by piece. Okay, first of all, this should be called the statutory rape episode. <laughs> I'm renaming it right now, okay. and, and I'm going to call Netflix. I don't think they have a phone number, so I'll have to text. Why Netflix? I'm going to tweet at Netflix. Okay. Please update the Please Saved up. by the Bell episode. For today's Season laws. four, episode four. Okay. Here's what happens, guys. Zach decides that he's going to take Kelly, his girlfriend, to the costume ball. Yeah. Um, then Kelly needs to get a job because she's poor, even though she has a rad room. Yes. She never explains. <laughs> she never explained how, like, if there was, like, a downturn and her dad got laid off from, like, corporate banking yeah, or whatever it, it is. In this episode, it's purely she's like, I don't have money for a costume. She said, you know things are tight at my house. Which right. Which could mean a lot of things. Could mean people are eating too much spaghetti. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. They're getting kind of, they're getting tight in the pants. Right. So she just assumes we all understand that means money. Yeah. She gets a job at the Max. Mm-hmm. Where Jeff, a college student, is the new manager, and they fall in love, and then she, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and Zach Morris break up at the end of the episode. Okay. Because she, they get crowned king and queen of the dance or the school. One of of those things. Of the world. Of the world. Yeah. And she calls him Jeff, who is the manager of the Max. Right. Mm -hmm. Who goes to UCLA. That's, by the way, the most specifics I've ever heard in this episode. Or well, in this show, period. No, it totally is. Okay, now let's really Things are get tight into at it. my house. Hey, I'm Jeff. I'm a sophomore at UCLA. Right. Weirdly specific in places that that is true. Really don't need the it. exact college, and then it wasn't a fake college. No, it was a real college. It wasn't and just like college university or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, guys, we're getting really personal. Right. Yeah. The writers are getting like, too what personal. Teen- I didn't know that at the time. What Bruins? Like a teen? Yeah. Like I wouldn't know what the UCLA mascot is unless I'm into like college sports. If you said 14. I'm a sophomore at UCLA and I was 12 years old, I'd be like, I don't. Is that its trade school? Yeah. I'd just be like, okay, yeah. dude. <laughs> okay. So this episode, yeah, that's how it starts off. We're in school. Zach's talking well, to the camera. Technically, it starts off with the longest intro I've ever. Okay. <laughs> I totally forgot how long the intro was. First of all, I did appreciate the Southwestern themes sprinkled throughout. Right. The background um, of the graphics. Yes. Yeah. The, the Native Americans gave up a lot for us, and one of them was some of their artwork in the Saved by the Bell intro. Sure. Um, number two, I feel like the intro song was written by like the executive producer's nephew. Right. And the executive producer was like, we're not shortening this song. <laughs> We're not shortening it all. How long is this going to play? It was so... I don't remember. All I remember it being 
in the, like I've romanticized it. It was just right. it's all right because I'm saved by the it's yeah. all right because I'm saved by the that's all <laughs> and you didn't know the that whole was the end. Beginning. And I forgot that it's a whole seven verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when you were like, how long? I was is like, this, this is the November rain of show <laughs> openings. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Oh, it takes you through a lot of emotions. It does. You're seriously like, okay, <laughs> uncut, remix. Um, yeah, so the theme song is super long. And then uh, it opens. They're in the school. Zach is talking to the camera, of course. Yeah. Classic move. Looking like a full, full-blown full adult. He looks hot in this episode, by the like way. He looks like an accountant. He looks, he looks like he's like... A you know, that's my shit. Yeah, I know. That's my shit. He wears a lot of, of uh, earth tones. In yeah, the show. he looks good in the opening thing. And he also, this season, here's the thing. The timeline of this is super fucked up because, like, look, I'm on Netflix right there. It says season four, episode, uh, well, episode four is what we just watched. But then when I looked up on the internet to double check the air dates, this has it as season three, episode one. Well, which is it? That's what I'm saying. They're all jacked. So... As of you now, know, if, if the government wasn't shut down, we could get this. We fixed. would be able to figure out. But as of now, I think they're supposed to be 16. They're supposed to be 16 year olds. And so, in the, but in this, I feel like Zach looks like he's 20 or something. Zach, between last season like and this bull. season, I don't know if he's doing HGH or what, but like he looks way manlier. No, he looks like a first year investment banker. Yeah. Yeah. He's totally so that's so he does look manlier, but they're also supposed to be sixteen. Anyway, so it opens, he talks to the camera and he's like, Hey guys, hey audience at home, guess what? Having a costume ball coming up. Me and Kelly are totally gonna dominate as usual. As shakes as Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, he says yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Two star cross lovers, they lay their scene. Except at the end of this episode, they don't have suicide mishaps. They don't. They just break up. They fucking rewrite. Which they is totally what f- flip I the think script. that's how Romeo and Juliet should have ended. Yeah. <laughs> At a costume <laughs> party. With a handshake. Yeah. We're good. We'll be friends, right? Yeah. The end. We'll be friends. I love that like they set up the whole problem like Zach's like, we've got this costume ball and Kelly's like, money's real tight. And then Lisa Turtle just happens to show up and is just like, there's waitressing job available at the max. You should go out for that. She's like a ethnic walking talking craigslist oh yeah totally it's like yeah. she immediately knows that but then also before that though yeah well zach's like yeah we're totally gonna go to the costume party and then that's when yeah kelly's like costumes are expensive and then slater and jesse walk up because slater's like yeah what are you guys gonna be and he's like romeo and juliet what are you guys gonna be and i because i wrote this down the greatest lovers of all yes. time Yes, Jesse goes. We're going as history's greatest lovers, Cleopatra and Mark Anthony. And I'm like, is that were they known as that? Is that a thing? I mean, I guess they were. I mean, I know it's like a great love story, but it's like, are they known as like the greatest lovers yeah, no one in knows all how they of had history? <laughs> is that what you're saying? I just had never heard them those characters referred to in that way. Yeah, I never knew that was like the focus of that story. I don't know. So that was I mean, really, Romeo me. and Juliet. I feel like there should have been an argument there because that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure Romeo and Juliet are history considered history's greatest lovers, yeah. right? Anyway, so that's the thing I wrote down to really nitpick. Um, Jeff, okay, so then, uh, just tell me if I missed anything, but then we see... Um, well, you've been, you're right. Lisa just comes up out of nowhere like, oh my God, they're hiring a Max. There's a solution. But in that, you did miss in that conversation that they said, everybody's like, don't forget about band practice, guys. Right. We got band practice, which I think is the first hint of the Zack attack. Yeah. I think this episode has the first performance of, of the Zack attack. attack. Yeah. yeah. I love that there was no discussion with anyone like what they should call a band. And he's not even the lead singer. He's, 
I, right. They kind of, because he trades off with Slater, but also too, there's no ever, this is the first men, it's so casually like, don't forget our uh, band practice guys. And they're like, yeah, okay. Like no backstory, no. No. Just a, this there's is no the thing mention there's... in previous episodes. It's just like, oh, you guys know we are in a band. We're in a rock band. We it happened over over letters. Yeah, we didn't have emails back. Yeah, then. I mean, like just so you guys know, we're all we all play instruments in a rock Offspring. band. Okay, so then, but then is when when Kelly goes to uh, interview for the job at the Max. Yes, and we meet Jeff. Yes, who is um, a forty five year old man yeah. playing. <laughs> Someone playing a sophomore at UCLA. A sophomore, which is how old? 20? 19. 19, I guess. Right. And he's, you can tell already they're into each other. Yeah. But all I can think is statutory rape alert. Totally. They both know it. Like they're totally flirting. Also, don't the showrunners know that it's statutory rape alert? When was, statutory rape laws have been in effect for like quite a while, right? It's not like they didn't exist in 1991, right? I thought they did exist in 1991. That's what I'm saying. So so if you're 19, you can't fuck a 16-year-old. You can't fuck a 16-year-old. If you're 19 or 20. I mean, you can, but it's, you'll go to jail. Right, right. And I, so yeah, and they're like clearly flirting with each other. And then also in the interview, you know, she's super overly eager and like trying to be like, seriously, she's please, nervous. I'm going to be great. She she's nervous. Too bad. You got to be cool. That's the first. You got to be cool. I you think like you don't want it. Mm-hmm. It's the first rule of anything. Yeah. Monster.com will tell you exactly what Kelly did. Play it cool. Yeah. On this interview was. Was the opposite of what you should do. But then she goes. So finally, he, you know, she like wears him down. He's like, yes, I'll give you a chance. She's like, I promise it'll be awesome. Turns around and immediately knocks all the food out of the hands of the waiter, which I want to point that out because it's Scott Wolf. A prominent extra in many episodes. No way. It was totally Scott Wolf. He was totally giving me a lot of phase acting. Oh, oh no. To- he's the best acting extra of all of them. And is super animated and super like, I'm going to do the most with the extraness that I got. You know what I mean? So she knocks all the food out of his hands and he's like, wah, wah. And then that's when they show the door of he, the Max. Here's a fun fact. He didn't say one word until Party of Five in his real life or... Oh, in his real life. That's when he knew he was by free the to speak. Yeah, totally. But he, when she's leaving, you see the door of the Max with the hugest help wanted sign I've ever seen in my life on any business. It's like an entire poster board that says help wanted. They have to drive it home. They really want you to... And then then you go, okay, well, no wonder Lisa was so eager to relay the news because it's fucking huge news. I didn't see anyone tear that sign down, though. That's, she should have taken it out. On yeah. her way out, she should have taken it out and been like, I got this. Yeah, crumpled you know it up and dropped the mic. Yeah, and been like, boom. The other thing I noticed about SBTB acting in this scene <laughs> is um, it's all about a lot of indicating. So when you're saying something, you want to match that word with an action with your hand or your eyes. Oh, yeah? So it's like everything... Ha- this is impossible to, to convey on a podcast, on a podcast yeah, but it's but- like like every word has this just for you guys at home i'm I'm, I'm moving a different way every time i say yeah yeah erin is like but i really want this job yeah she's really like motioning with her hands and really making a lot of facial expressions to yeah you're like a meth head yeah yeah (laughs) like twitching and yeah you're just yeah yeah Yeah, that is true nobody just looks like you and i right now are sitting on a couch just looking at each other talking like Like elizabeth moss would have failed an audition for this right right because there's no too calm yeah, we're just sitting here talking like normal people do. We're not like we use our hands yucking a lot, it though. up. We would have totally gotten. Yeah, I might have nailed show. it. But like, I know what you're saying as far as it's never just delivered as like, "Hey, how's it going?" It's like, "Hey, how?" Because it's a kid show, right? Right. But it's it's a kid show, of course. But it's like sometimes the cartoonishness of it is insane for something that's live action and not a cartoon. Um, and then the next one is the band practice, right? No, the no. next scene they're in Belding's office. Oh, right. 
They're in Belding's office because they're trying to decide on like how they're going to decorate this dance and whatever. And he goes, and we have to decide what we're going to do for the coronation ceremony. And that's when Zach just goes, oh, yeah, where do you want me and Kelly to stand? Like, we're clearly going to win. Yeah. And then that's when, you know, Jesse and AC are like, fuck off. We're we're history's greatest lovers, apparently. We're totally going to win. And well, they're arguing the about it. And then they they talk about the budget. I think it's the budget because he says something about not being able to afford to hire a DJ. You either have decorations or a DJ. Yeah, it sounds like a great dance. <laughs> yeah. In, a, in like the undecorated gym or whatever. Do you want a blank slate <laughs> and tons of music or do you want no music and things hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> Those are your options. Those are your choices. Either a really cool looking room with zero music playing. Silence. <laughs> Just people silently doing dancing. Or doing dancing. Or do you want lots of What are you of doing? I'm doing some dancing. Or do you want a sick ass DJ? Do you want and crazy beats? Bare brick walls of your gym. Just gym floor. Crazy beats. <laughs> crazy beats. Let's flip a coin, guys. Well, then that's when Zach goes, hey. Mr. Belling, our band will play for free. And I wrote that down. Why would down. they pay the DJ? Okay. There's okay. many things of that. Well, exactly. Because I would feel like I'm trying to rem- I don't know the inner work. I was never on any committees in high school. But I feel like our high school dances did have a a dude DJing. Well, I feel like what we did is we did like car washes and stuff to raise money. To raise for money for it. Yeah. Sure. Or... But I also love the way that Zach goes, like, they've already had the conversation of, like, we don't have money. Like, we don't have enough money for X, Y, and Z. And so I do love that Zach tries to act like he's so magnanimous by being like, we'll play for free. Like, you're welcome. And Because Mr- I feel like Mr. Bellamy would be like, well, duh, fucking, of course you will, because it just said it didn't have any money. And B, like, yeah, you just go here. You're going to the dance anyway. Like, I wouldn't have paid you. And then it comes out that Mr. Belding, the only way he'll let them play the fix this problem yeah for zach attack to play is for him to be able to sing one song which one everyone song. agrees on yeah because i mean they have to in the situation but yeah the principal is like i get to have a solo essentially and it's like what sounds uh, like a bad idea for everyone involved. yeah like what okay also every time i see jesse spano i feel like she's a walking advertisement for new york and company like yeah all maroon all maroon ah! Their signature Very color. flowy floral tops. Totally. And also like the mommiest mom jeans of any of the females on this oh, show. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're like super duper tall. They dress tall. her like an adult. They dress her like a, an adult. Like a floor manager. 45-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And like these, and they it just gives her like the tallest, squarest ass. If you like had just different backgrounds and you could just put Jesse Spano in them, she would look perfect in uh, as a floor manager of New York com- New York and company. Floor manager is awesome. Floor manager of Restoration Hardware. Yeah. <laughs> Counter manager at Lancome. Various floor managers. (laughs) But yeah, she's either a floor manager or a key holder. A key holder at... Right below. Yeah, totally. So, um, also I'll say the Screech's outfits are like a Silver Lake kid hipster in this era. Right. Like their wet dream. Oh, it it is now. But David was on a couple episodes ago and he nailed it saying the dress is like Randy from MTV. Like, remember uh, him? Of course. Like, it's so perfect. Yeah. Just how it's, like, the most ridiculous patterns and, like... Just mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Like, but now, like, that is, like... When we watch it now, we're like, oh, I remember how you'd look at someone like that and be like, oh, you're a mess. And now you look at someone like that, it's like James Franco, and you're like, you're so fuckable. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah, well, you do. Remember, it's already established. I like accountants. Yeah, I yeah. like those types. But, like, I wrote this down, too, in the meeting, because when... 
in the meeting in the meeting in the meeting on the show not oh, right. our meeting i'm not calling this a meeting oh it's hanging out as a meeting like that's our friendship Can i enjoy this meeting, meeting? <laughs> hang out no, in the show in the meeting in belding's office when he's like talking about the budget or whatever and zach goes our band will play and belding goes are you guys any good and screech goes good we're better than mc hammer so that made me laugh but then lisa this is, goes by the way this is before mc hammer was lost all his money because he oh yeah this was in his prime it was yeah. in his prime but after he says that lisa goes i'd like to hit you with mc's hammer solid burn which is funny though i don't think it's a good burn because she doesn't understand that mc hammer is just like an idea <laughs> like it's not really it's not like thor's thor's hammer or anything you know it's not like it's a physical thing abstract. he doesn't actually carry around <laughs> no. a hammer. i wish he would have yeah like the hammer brothers from mario from brothers Mario, and he dresses in like overalls or whatever that'd be amazing <laughs> that'd be the best side note i did see mc hammer live when i was in sixth grade you did i saw him at the airport interesting when did you see him at the airport? I saw him at the airport in... Oh, during uh, the Democratic National Convention. He was there. Like, chilling? Did you talk to him? Just, you know, hanging out for Obama. No, I didn't talk hanging to him. Hanging out for Obama in the airport? No, he was going to the DCM. Oh, I'm okay, sure right. of it. Oh, right. Wait, you just are guessing. You didn't talk to him. You just saw I him, mean, like, I walking to his plane. What is he doing in Charlotte, North Carolina? I guess that's true, unless he's going to the... He's going to the like. But maybe there's like so a political that he goes to conventions. I mean, I don't want to sound racist, but it's for Obama, right? <laughs> right? That's, oh, that's the only reason. Guys, we got to get out of the black vote. If that's one thing you get from this podcast, <laughs> from this podcast about Sam and the Bill. Okay, um, so the next scene is we're back at the Max. Kelly's waitressing. Kelly's waitressing. She's doing. She's giving us full midriff. Oh, that's right. She's waitressing in a crop top. Yeah, that is violating health codes i'm willing a lot to of bet. health codes a lot it's like not safe it's a fire hazard it's a, yeah i mean there's no way anybody would let you do that unless your boss wants to bone you exactly yeah I and then to say too she, she's it's i feel like a crop top the only people who should be able to wear crop crop tops are women who are like a double d or f mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of booby hanging out the bottom Oh, and then like, I feel like, like 80s metal video style yeah. or a hair metal video style. That's the only time a crop top, top is Really? Appropriate. Is mm-hmm. only if you're showing under boob. crop top is something that you have to commit to 100% and anything else is just unacceptable. So if you're, because I ask you this as a woman who owns a couple of crop tops. And here's the reason though, is because like. The yeah, only, but you wear high-waisted pants with them. I do wear high-waisted pants with them, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you the one area of my body I don't mind showing off is my stomach. I got the stomach game on lock. I gain weight everywhere else, but not you're my You're not stomach. wearing midriffs like she was wearing. You were, you're They're wearing, not super high you're cut. You're doing classic 50s midriff. Right. Which is, bare, you're showing that you have a flat stomach uh, while, while covering it with pants? Somewhat. Right? But I've never seen you work a midriff like Kelly. No. It, I don't have any that are cut like that high. That's a high midriff. That yeah. She, what I'm but I guess is, it is pretty high too if you're not getting any short. under boob. Mm-hmm. Chilling. Like if you're not doing that, then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll redact I like how I you said. go hard with that. I mean, that's real like if Tawny Katayan shit. If you're going to show us tummy, show a tummy and a little under boob. Right. Yeah. Just full out. Don't yeah. like fucking just stop short. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You're doing a different, you're doing a different thing. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure I have your approval in all aspects of my life. She, so she has, she's on, she's on uh, temporary 
employment what does that mean she's like well he's kind of like monitor monitoring her she's progress. yeah yeah and she gets a table of mean punks punks like the mo again one of them's stereo- named sid one's named is- sid so we can only assume the other girl's name nancy yeah because they're the most stereotypical like they're head to toe leather safety pins you know they're like the crew in um in uh almost like waiting for guffman in uh oh god the dude why can't i think of that movie what I don't know. Jeff Bridges. No, Jeff Daniels. No. Huh? The dude, remember? So... The dude, who's the dude? The Big Lebowski. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were going the I'm dude, sorry. the dude, like who's the dude no. in this movie I'm trying the, to think the, of. Oh, yeah, sorry. Big Lebowski. Yeah, Big Lebowski. Yeah. They're like the Germans in the Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. totally, totally. Like all black leather. But not funny. Total jerks. Yeah. They don't like that Kelly's... But did Kelly screw They're just up? being jerks but for the sake of But did she cr- being... screw up their order? I don't think she did. I think that they are just being like dicks for the sake of being dicks because they're punks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And there's it's fucking anarchy. God yeah. save the queen. Yeah. It's yeah. that stereotype to a T. And so they're just being assholes for the sake. Like yeah. Kelly's Safety the man. Safety pins for earrings. And they're like fucking yeah. fighting the man. And so. And she's so sad and pathetic. She, she, is. Doesn't, she doesn't stand up for herself. But thank God Jeff is there. Jeff to the rescue. Because you know what? As a woman, it's just lame to stand up for yourself. You can't. You need a you, man you need a dude, at all times. You need to do You can't do little, anything for yourself mm-hmm. as a woman. And especially if you have a guy with a little dippity do in his hair. Ah! Dippity do! Totally. He has big hair. He was doing side dippity do. Yeah. He definitely has crusty hair. Well, he's watching like this whole thing go down. And so, yeah, little meek Kelly is like, you guys, I'm sorry. Just don't tell my boss. And they're like, no, fuck that. Get your boss. And then he comes over and he kind of flips the script because at first he's like, hey, can I help you guys? Well, the, yeah. And so, they're like, yeah, this fucking lady's an idiot. Like, da, 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 da. And he's like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. Sorry, I got to kick you out of here or whatever. You know what and I mean? then everyone's like, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. They were, he, they're like. The customer's always right or something like that. And he was like, Except yeah. for this time. Yeah, it was totally like, not now. And then like kicks them out. And Which, then. I saw it coming. Well, of course. Yeah. But the best part is after he does that, like she kind of goes, she's like, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to piss them off or whatever. And he goes, don't worry about a couple of sleaze balls like that. Like I just wrote that down. <laughs> okay. Sleaze ball well, is fantastic. The list, the list of words to bring back. Cause I started one sleaze balls. And I also have Nimrod. <laughs> I'm on board to bring back both just back. words that like 45 year old men I, used well, first in 1996. Of all, I, like, I do that in everyday life. One of my favorite things is jag off. I love it to be like, look at these jag offs. Yeah, like right. I love grandpa insults like jag off or bozo. I love like look at look at bozo's a couple of good. bozos. I love it. I love calling people clowns. What are these clowns doing? That's like great. I love that shit. That's great. So I'm definitely adding sleaze balls to that list. What, is, what are you doing, sleaze ball? Hey, don't be a nimrod. A nimrod's I'm dirt bag. Getting, I love dirt, dirt bag. Right? Yeah. So let's keep this list going. But yeah. So he's like, "Don't worry about a couple sleeves balls." And then she's like, "Oh, thank you." And then uh, Zach and Screech walk in, and they sit at a table. And of course, they're like, you know, trying to be like, oh, "Kelly is a great waitress," like yelling out compliments so the boss can hear, "Kelly, you're the best." And meanwhile, all I can see is Zach Morris fucking Mary Louise Parker in that crazy scene. From Weeds. Did you ever see that? No. Google it. Wait a minute. He was in Weeds? He was a bartender in Weeds. Zach Morris. Yeah. Grown, sexy Zach Morris. Oh, you've, you won't recover from this. You won't. I never watched Weeds. Well, I don't recover. have Showtime. I can't afford. It's, I, don't I, don't, I watched it on the internet. Okay. So there's a scene where they bone? Oh, yeah. It's like. Dude. He's like pulling her hair and smacking <sighs> her butt and like tossing her salad and all kinds tossing of stuff. Tossing her salad? What? 
I am gonna fucking out, watch bro. that later all I can in the see nighttime. I, all I can see when I see this show now. Wow! How listeners listen? I get a lot of cool emails from people. The fact that no one has ever alerted to that me to that fact—that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Can't believe it. Getting fan mail you're, about you're that. You're gonna you're gonna freak out. When I you will see freak it. out. You're you're gonna be like, wait. This is possible. This is a thing this guy's okay with. That's not. I'm gonna like have dreams about that. Maybe I shouldn't. He like watch. closes the bar life. and then then he like looks at her and he's like, "I'm gonna show you who the boss is." <gasps> and they like do it at the bar mm-hmm. on the bar. Yeah. And by the way, it's really overly lit. I, I I'm shocked. But that's dude. What was- you don't understand how much I want to like watch. Quit this and watch. Okay, well, let's hurry. Let's power through this so I can, so I can kick you out and watch that. It's um, not something. It's definitely something you should watch by yourself. Yeah, dude, I will. Okay, so, um, but yeah, so Zach and Screech come in, and they're like, "Kelly, you're the best." And then, uh, she, so you know, she's like, "Hey, it's my first day on the job, and I'm nervous or whatever." And they're like, "You're fine." And then, because they're yelling out compliments, and then Jeff's like, "A uh, problem here?" Well, Jeff's like, who are those guys? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, they're just trying to make me look good. They're just a couple of friends. They're just a couple of friends trying to make me look good. That's right. Not disclosing who Zach really is. And then he goes, well, you, they don't have to try pretty hard. You already look pretty good to me. Whoa. And I also think he even punctuates that rape. with a wink. Yeah. Let's go ahead and say, not only statutory, let's go to the list of I- illegalities. Guys, if I was a fucking lawyer in the 90s, I would have been like on the case. Statutory rape and sexual harassment. He's her boss. That's like workplace sexual harassment. It's not sexual harassment if it's accepted. If you want it to happen. Um. So yeah, so he's like, you're look pretty good to me. And then the next scene, Zach is over at Kelly's house and he's got the costume. He bought the Romeo and Juliet costumes. And he's like, can't, I'm super psyched for the costume ball. And she goes, I can't go. I have to work. And then she's like, I've got to support my family. She doesn't say that, but she basically insinuates that. And we're like, wait, bitch, who are you trying to... I thought you yes. got this job so you could get a costume. Exactly. Like the beginning of the show, the sole reason she gets this job is to be able to afford this costume for the costume ball. But I really have to say, now that we're getting into the nitty gritty of it, and mm-hmm. she's like got this job because of the costume, and now she's kind of like falling for this Jeff guy... The real issue is that Zach doesn't take care of his woman. <laughs> he okay. has allowed her by not being um, the sole financial uh, means by which yeah. Kelly can go to this date. He has opened the door for her to fall in love with someone else. So at the end, whatever happens to Zach, he's kind of brought on him he's by himself. For it. He's got a fucking cell phone and he's got a convertible. Okay, thank- First of all. You bring up a very interesting point that has come up in previous episodes that I've also brought up because there have been other episodes where Kelly's like, I'm too poor to go to whatever. And yeah, I feel like it's clear that Zach is from money. He ha- He's one of five people right now on earth who have a cell phone. That's a pretty penny. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about Isn't his dad a lawyer on the show. No, no, no. His dad sells computers. Okay. That's his thing. His dad sells computers. But it's still... All other evidence points to Zach being a relatively wealthy. He has dude. too many mock turtlenecks to not be ha! a guy with money. Dickies, how great would they be if they're dickies? So, but but here's the question though. So I bring that I've brought that up on previous episodes, just being like, why doesn't Zach just buy it for her? But think about your high school experience. Like, how would you? Well, we bought mom guys were guys who took us to prom or to homecoming bought us mums. What? Yeah. What's that? I don't oh, even you know, know what that mum is. No. A mum, oh, maybe you didn't do it in Atlanta. What's a a mum is like a huge 
flower. A corsage? Mm-mm. It's a huge flower that you pin onto your to your shirt or whatever. Yeah. And then you wear it to the dance too, but it then has ribbons and shit on it. It's decorated with fucking birds and like what? and like all Oh my god, you gotta Google this. Oh yeah, I've never heard of that mom. Oh, I yeah. did at prom. Homecoming moms. Homecoming and prom. Maybe it's just a Texas thing. Dudes bought corsages. Like, yeah, the guy would buy you a corsage. But imagine if you... If he wanted to buy you a dress. Yeah, but wouldn't you, that would be weird. But at the end of this, not to... Spo- I mean, spoiler alert, yeah. whatever you're going to hear anyway. He says, I thought we were going to be together forever. So if someone thinks they're going to be de- oh, together forever, sure. won't you fucking... No other teenagers ever think that. No, but help a bitch out is all I'm saying. Yeah. You know you're dating a broke you. girl. No, no, no. I'm with you. And there are several, like I said, previous episodes too, where I've been like, why doesn't you just fucking buy it for us and it's over? But then I think about, think about that in high school. If you, whoever you went, if I, the guy I went to prom with was like, I'll buy your dress. I'd have been like, what? That's kind of weird. But then also too, it would be like his parents technically would be buying it. And that's even weirder. So I don't know. We're like, do it together. Like you're in a relationship. Like, like go like, halvesies on the make costume. Make a costume or like, yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's like. No, I'm with you. Fully. I'm totally saying, with you. I'm just saying like, are you really in a relationship? Right. Are you really in a I'm fucking totally, relationship? And that's the thing is that if I'm rich ass Zach and my family's rich, I yeah, I'd have no problem being like, Kelly, I'll hook you up. But yeah. So, she, so then weirdly, she's like. I can't go to the costume ball because I have to work at the job I got just to pay to go to the costume ball. She doesn't want to take time off because she's afraid. When it's clearly, I don't want to be away from Jeff for five seconds. So then the next scene is um, Zach Attack practice, and it's Jesse practicing, and she's singing. And once again, the song is called uh, "Make My Day." Make my day, but she also they have given her the voice of easily a forty-five plus year old woman. No, it's not. I really honestly do. Shut I, up. I think it's her. Shut I know. I'm not joking. I think it's. I think it's her. It is not. There's no way. In hell I think that's it's her. her. And if you guys, if you guys have any doubts, guess what? In ten minutes, you get to hear the song again. You can make. Yeah, you can make a judgment. That is not her. It's her lip syncing to the, the voice of a 50 year old woman. It's her lip syncing to herself in a recording nope, studio. I don't think it's her at all. But well, I guess we'll never find. Well, out. she does for for real. Is fake play trambor- tambourine. Yeah, she's playing tambourine. Lisa, we both wrote this out too. Is just fucking slapping a fretless bass that's she, my favorite that's thing. rectangular it is a like, rectangular if you fretless that bass, bass he'd be like no thanks no. <laughs> and she's like fucking funkily slapping it it's great and Zach then, is wearing a turtleneck tucked into 90s levi's without a belt Wow, is that? I didn't notice that detail. wardrobe forgot a belt today yeah oh no that was the next scene where he goes to the uh when he goes to the cafe, when he goes to the max. Oh, okay. it might be the same. I get his. It might be the same up. because in this, in the band practice, he fucks up. Like he totally misses a note or whatever and screws up the whole thing. And they're all like, what's the hell dude? And he's like, I can't get my mind off Kelly. And I wrote down Lisa's great comeback of, well, I can't stop thinking about Denzel Washington, but I'm still able to live my life. Also gross. He's like a full blown, like Denzel Washington in like the nineties was like 70. <laughs> He was like pre-training day. He was 70 in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that is a weird kind of thing because that's like, he still could have been like her dad in the 90s. It's just grody. That would have been me as a teenager being like... Like Bill Clinton or something. Or like Harrison Ford or something. Yeah, so, but she says that and he's like... Again, like an adult being like, who would a kid be into? Well, wouldn't it be Denzel Washington? I guarantee fucking Yeah. Also... 
get a black person on the staff because don't just name a black person. Like, yeah, I feel like that was it. Like they who, just threw a black? dart at like a list of black guys. They're like, who are famous black guys? Just name them and then. We'll- what about Bobby fucking Brown? That would have been better than Denzel Washington. Any, I'll go. I'll go. Any new addition member would have been better than Denzel Washington. Crisscross. Any crisscross member, R.I.P. The one guy. See you at the crossroads. He did. There's one guy that died. Which, which Chris? They're both. I don't know if it was Mac Daddy or Daddy Mac. It's so hard. It's so hard. I don't know. But yeah, one of them was light skin and one of them was dark skin. And they were like my age. They're like our age. Yeah, literally. They started the whole. I feel like they were twelve when I was twelve. I feel like that's when people were bumping that jam. They were changing their um, their overall straps, just like. Remember, they were crisscrossing them, and they were doing one only. No, one? they were backwards. That's right. They wore their shit backwards. Oh yeah, they started that. Yeah, because Inside Out is wicked, a wicked, a wicked, a whack. Who did they come together on their own, or do you think there's Jermaine a- Dupree my, oh. from my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia? Which, okay. by the way, it's not, I don't think it's there anymore, but it used to be when you were leaving the airport, when you were leaving Hartsfield Jackson International Airport, the first sign that you saw that said "Welcome to Atlanta" was from So So Deaf Recordings. It was this. It was the logo of So So Deaf Records, which is Jermaine Dupree's label, and it was like "Welcome to Atlanta." I don't That's think it's there way anymore. better than what happens at George George W. Bush Airport, which is just a bronze statue of George W. Bush. <sighs> Um, with a fucking book, no, and a like jacket. He ever held one of those? Yeah, and a jacket that's just flowing in an invisible wind. What? I've never seen him in that stance ever. No, sorry, not George W. George Bush oh, Senior. H W. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah. So hey, um, all the bushes look the same to me, right, yeah. fellas? <laughs> I'm winking. Wink. Okay, so, so then what happens? Um. So yeah. So they're like, you know, Zach's like, what's the deal? I can't stop thinking about Kelly and she doesn't seem into me anymore or whatever. Then we see Kelly at the max. Yeah. Then they cut to the max and she's having a conversation with Jeff and which, Oh no, no, no. We cut to the max because, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mixing up the two scenes. Zach's like, Kelly can't get the night off for this costume. thing, And then that's when they're like, why don't you just go talk to his boss? So the next scene at the max is him talking to Jeff and being like, Hey, give my girlfriend the night off. And Jeff's like, all right. Well, he's like, you're her boyfriend? She never mentioned oh, a boyfriend. Right. And like straight up says that to Zach, which I think is weird. I feel like if he's really trying to get in there, he'd play it close to the vest. Who, like he, Jeff? Jeff. He would no. be like, he she never mentioned a boyfriend. April, he's a sophomore at you know, University that's, that's of right. California, Los Angeles. He's a man. He's like Zach's a man. boy. So like, Zach, do, fucking do what you want. Finger right. banger. I'm going to come in and fuck her like a man. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> God. I'm going to give her a taste of my man love that you can't deliver as a 16-year-old boy. The best part so. of that is that I said it with Invisalign in. Oh, yeah. Totally. That means you're wearing braces like... Just really... Fuck her like a man. Fuck her like a man. Yeah, so he's like... You know what the best part about these braces are? What? Well, first of all, everything sucks about them. But, <laughs> but the one thing I discovered that's amazing is that... I watched Spring Breakers like for the first time a month ago, uh-huh. and it's so easy to do Alien uh, James Franco do a, character because it, does he my, have a lisp or something? No, because my braces keep my lips up. Uh huh. So it's I didn't see that movie. Oh, you didn't? No, I can't handle violence like that. You know I, this. I don't like violence. Also, I, I kind of don't like Harmony Corinne. Let me tell you something. I don't. I hated the movie, and I also loved it, and I also can't watch any Tarantino movies because I can't handle violence. Right. And I totally was okay with this. Really? Yeah. I I. I would recommend watching it because it is really weird and really interesting. And there's parts that are going to make you so angry. You're like, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? And something else happens. And you're like, what is happening? It's I, I really liked it. 
Okay. But no, uh, James Franco plays like a riffraff character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he just... I knew that. I've seen like pictures and stuff from it. He just talks like a white gangster. Oh, okay. But he's got like gold teeth. So he says shit like, look at my shit. (laughs) Look at all my shit. And I try to do that without my braces and I can't do it. But you can do it but with the benefit of Invisalign. Because it keeps them up. Yeah. You don't want wet. I can do it because I don't have an upper lip. Like, I just physically don't have one. It's, like, so tiny that it's I like, can... It's, like, yeah, you could do I it. I can totally do that shit. Yeah. Your lip isn't tiny. And it's gone. It's like Fire Marshal Bill from In, In Living <laughs> Color, remember? Jim Carrey? Yeah, it's exactly what it looked like when I smile. Wow. It's not great. We That was a derailment of the most massive No, it was good, though. Sure? Maybe I will nut up and watch Spring Breakers. Okay. This, so, is, this whole episode's about what else you should be watching <laughs> instead of Taylor the Bell. <laughs> Um, so he goes, yeah, he goes to Jeff, tries to get her the day off. He's like, of course she can have the day off. And then the next scene is, uh, Kelly and Lisa and Jesse in Kelly's room where Kelly presumably has just been blabbing about Jeff the whole time because Lisa and Jesse are like, we get it. But the scene opens with her going again. It's like in mid conversation where she's clearly just been talking about how great he is. And she's like, and he's majoring in pre law. Not a major. We, yeah, exactly. we both were like, "Is is that a major?" I feel like it's not. I feel like you go, you get your undergrad degree, and, and then, then you go like, to law school, and then you take the LSATs, and then you're like in law school. Yeah. I, so if anybody, the, by the way, I do get awesome emails about this all the time, and when I, if I'm wrong, I fully admit yeah, it. If I'm wrong, don't tell me. No, I want to know. I lo- I get lots of emails that are like, "Oh, by the way, there is this or there isn't this," and I love that shit. So hey, if anybody out there listening majored in pre-law. Totally email me and tell it me I'm bullshit. A, it might be a, it might be because they do uh, trimesters instead of semesters. Trimesters <laughs> at UCLA. No, but I I really do feel like the because I have friends that are lawyers and they each bragging not to <laughs> drop names that I have friends way smarter than me. But it's like my friend Chad is a lawyer, but he got his undergrad in degree in finance, and then you know years yeah, later was like, hey, I think I'll go to law school. Yeah. So, yeah, I just didn't think pre-law, I don't think it's a thing. Is a major. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but then, yeah, Kelly and, and Lisa are both like, or Lisa and Jesse are both like, you clearly like this dude. Like, you've been talking about him all fucking night. What's the deal? And she's like, no, I don't. Just because he's hot. Er, record scratch. Yeah. So then they're like, yeah, you totally like him. So the next scene. And is- then Jesse's like, I got to go. I got my shift starting at Banana Republic. <laughs> b-rep she wishes she looked cool enough to work at b-rep yeah, i was trying to think of oh, whatever she, the female like, version of chess king is, is she where was like she would be. i gotta go i'm late for my shift at 579 yeah 579 that's good um, or units i we didn't have units oh units was like uh you can wear this as a dress and this oh, is a those, shirt uh, uh sep- they were called um separates not separate, but it was something like that word separate. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where it was it's like, it could be a headband mm-hmm. and a tube top and a mini skirt. Yeah. What were those called? Well, they were called units in Houston. I swear to God, in Atlanta, they were called, it was like separates or something. It was right by San Rio Surprise. I know exactly what you're talking about. Is that though. what it was called? The San Rio Surprise? San Rio Surprises. Yeah. Yes, because I worked at San Rio Surprises I know all throughout you, high school. I'm sure you did. Of course I worked at the Hello Kitty store. Are you kidding? Okay, so um, then, then the next scene is at the max. Kelly is asking Jeff for the night off and no, he's giving it to her he's just giving he's actually kind of like forcing her to take it and she's like won't you miss me and he goes of course i always miss you when you're gone and then she says you're the nicest guy i've met in a long time oh wait that was before that was no that's scene. that's next no because when she says when she says you're the nice she says uh he says you're gonna miss you then he kisses her that's right you're right he's like but i always miss other- you when you're gone yeah and then they make out and then they don't like, even here's the thing though they don't even make out 
They kiss like twice. They kiss and then she pulls back and then they kiss again. They kiss again. But there's no tongue. It's not like it's not this extended kiss. But they do kiss twice. It's a step above a family kiss. Yeah, like one step above a kissing how you'd kiss your mom. Have you ever been kissed by like a grandparent and they just can't control their saliva and it's just a sloppy wet kiss? Holy Lord, no. No. I've never kissed... You never kissed a grandparent on the lips? No. Okay. (laughs) I try to think maybe like my Nana when I was like little. Yeah, maybe... Maybe that's what I'm thinking of too. Sure. Whoa. Was there another scene so, scene where Belding wants to sing? Is that the next one where they were? You no. Know, they- well, they go. Well, first of all, we have to address the kissing only because it's like oh. they kiss twice, which I guess technically she cheated on Zach, right? Technically, she, she mouth cheated. Right. Yeah. And I get. And again, I think that's a way bigger deal. Also, when you're a teenager, I mean, I'm not advocating cheating, but it's like sounds like you are the. But the level. Of get because the, the next day, but it is a big deal. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a big deal. I'm not People saying it's not a big deal. In high school with each other, but cheating. they act like because the next scene. So they do that. They kiss the next. The very next scene is like in the max, right? And the whole crew is in the max. Jeff comes up, and I guess he's off duty because he's wearing like the Cosbyest Cosby sweater I've ever seen in my fucking life. He's basically life. like, anybody want pudding? Oh my god! <laughs> to, like Bill Cosby would be like, take that off. It's too obnoxious. It. it is terrible. So he, but he comes over and he's kind of like hanging with everybody while Kelly is working. And of course, Zach is like, Kelly, come sit down and like hang out with us. And Jeff and Kelly, the level of guilt, they're acting like they fucked. They fucked 500 times they're in like Zach's they, bed yeah. with Zach watching. Like they, they are just acting like. I, I that's the thing and I know it's a teen show whatever overacting but that really struck me just the Jeff way Jeff just went to the jukebox for no reason and just hang out at the jukebox well, yeah and then Kelly was like looking at her shoes and not and, and being like I don't know and, and yeah and, and making Zach stop touching her yeah and like Zach don't touch me I'm at work like no, it's just the level of guilt was like so insane please don't touch insane. my shoulder when I'm at work okay. and also when they first get there I wrote this down because Zach goes, man, Kelly really looks great in that waitress's uniform or whatever. And Slater goes, you can say that again while he's sitting right next to his girlfriend, who is Kelly's best friend. Yeah, who also, but she doesn't do midriffs because of her whole like... It was her square butt. Yeah. But it's still like, wow, what a raging dick move. It's like you're saying that about your friend's girlfriend in front of your girlfriend who is that girl's friend all to reinforce the fact that, that he's about to get broken up with but and and this hot girl's about to leave Zach. right 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 but still it's just like wow that was super when mean does, i would when does when does leah remini come onto the show actually in only like two episodes they start the summer oh, really? job ones why oh, you right. want to come back yeah i want to come back okay because i fucking love her on the show oh then she, totally she's giving back. you she's just giving you a taste of what she can do yeah she's not going fully super bitch yeah yeah Okay, she's well, my new hero because of the whole Scientology oh, thing. Oh my god, mine too. I'm so obsessed with it. I'm so obsessed with it. She's fucking there. She's like, no one's going to stand up for what's right. I'm yeah, going to. I love it. Okay, Starb, King of Queens. But we're all, we're really do right. Okay, so um, so yeah, they so they're the acting party. super duper okay, suspicious. Yeah. yeah, and then but the next scene is they're back at another Zach attack practice. Rehearsal, yeah. And Zach is screwing up again, and they're like, "What's the deal?" And he's just like, "I feel like Kelly's pushing away from me, man." And I wrote this down because Slater goes. Well, she passed over because Zach's like, I feel like she likes somebody else. And he goes, she passed over me for you. Who else is there? All she, and he also makes the point. He's like, all she's doing is going to school. Who else is there? Right. And then it's a dumb screech. Well, of course, screech goes, 
yeah, when she's not at school, she's working with her super hot boss. And that's when they're like, what? But then, but I just love Slater being like, look, it's either me or you. There's zero other dudes in the world that any girl would ever want. Yeah. Like, I love that level of It's either of me, the ethnic choice. Of course. Or you, the white bread choice. The white bread choice and no in between. No, it's black and, and white. Else. Yeah. As far as Literally this is concerned. Literally her. No pun needed yes wait what and was that racist or punny i think it was a mixture of both yeah mixture of both. i didn't mean to say black and white like that but you know what let me own it let own i said it, it. yeah it's fit, it fits here so that's what yeah so uh, screech of course goes or her super good looking boss and then that's when he was like oh shit they didn't say oh shit he literally like went <laughs> on the guitar you know, they didn't say oh wait a minute to be fair they didn't actually say the word shit <laughs> April, if we're going to be precise about what happened in this episode. <laughs> Zach did not say, oh, shit. He just took the neck of his guitar and he made a real stupid yeah, sound. Yeah, like, Rrr. So then. We're, then now we're at the costume party. Costume party. Like, We've got everybody. We've got baseball players. We have mummies. We have 30 style gangsters. We have Lisa slapping the fretless bass with her long ass fingernails. There's also a woman that you'll just see for one second dressed as a full baked, fully baked cake. Yes. Yes. And Lisa's like a flapper or something. And Just so, slapping that bass. And they're all singing. They're rocking out. And They're I'm, doing Make My Day. Yeah. They're doing Make My Day. And I think this is the first ever Zach Attack show. Yeah. Jesse's giving you full white Tina Turner. Full white Tina Turner. That was amazing. Yeah. And she's belting out with the voice of the voice of a 50-year-old woman angel. Just She's like she's like a woman who's been divorced four times. Yes. Like that's the energy she's bringing. Yeah. No one will wrong me again at this costume ball. A woman who's been divorced four times. That's the energy she's... It was like Fabulous Baker Boys times a million. I can't get over how accurate that is, though. A woman who's been divorced four times. And that's coming from two women who've been divorced once. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm multiplying my anger times four. <laughs> I, I forgot that we're both divorced. I kind of love that. I know. Isn't that fun? It isn't is. Fun we're both that? the same age and we're both divorced. Oh, um, that's funny. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, so. And Zach we're attack. with our ex-husbands. That's right. I was about, even while I was saying that, because I've had my ex-husband on the show, I was like, I should have your ex-husband on the show. You absolutely should. He'd be fantastic. He'd be fantastic. We're all bros with him, too. Yeah, we're all bros with bros. What a great life we lead. Okay, um. Yeah, so first Zach Attack show, they're all shredding. And then that's, after they play that, Zach gets off stage. He goes to Kelly to be like, did you like that song? I wrote it for you. And she's doing that classic TV thing of like, what? Yeah, I'm not hungry. What? It's okay. Like answering questions that haven't been asked to prove how distracted and guilty she is. Yeah. And so he's like, what? I, I'm not, I, I said I wrote the song for you. And you, cause she's like, no, I'm not thirsty. And, and he's like, okay he's clearly just like whatever man and then he's pushing it all under the rug yeah he's just like all right and, and then they announce the king and queen of the ball yeah the, the pirate mr belling comes up and is like and now our king and queen romeo and juliet zach and kelly and um, april and i are both like uh, uh duh. yeah i know of course it's like didn't we're fucking brewing coffee waiting for that to happen and he what does he say he says something something kelly he goes yeah, so they get up there, they're on the podium, and he's like, Kelly, you're the most beautiful queen I've ever seen. And she goes, thank you, Jeff. And then it's just like, Arr! and that's like also, in front of everybody like, with the spotlight on them and everything. Number one, didn't pay him a compliment back. Didn't pay him a compliment then back. Then also called him a different guy's name. Called him a different guy's name, which that 
has that ever happened to you? That's a thing I've seen in a thousand TV no, shows I, and movies. I honestly sometimes... Has that ever happened to accidentally you? Accidentally in my Either mind. Either to you or have you done it? Oh, I've done it. Yeah. That's never... Neither but one has ever happened I've to me. I've never done it like, oh, you're the person I'm looking at, but I'm saying someone else's name who I actually love. It's usually like... Like sometimes with my boyfriend, I'll like almost call him Blyden. My right. ex-husband's last name because right. I just it just was like seven years of my life. Right, right. But it's not because like I want to get with my ex-husband. It's just because it's, it's just like, a habit. It's like calling somebody bro, you know? Right. Like to me, the person I'm fucking is is a Blyden. Does that right. make sense? Yes. Like like that person's like, like that person's the person I'm sharing my life with, and that habit hasn't been like. But I've never said it. But I have a couple times like thought it, and then be like, oh no. See that's no. It makes that perfect sense. It's never happened to me, and I've never said it. But have you thought it? Like, have you thought someone else's name while you're? May I think maybe when I first started dating Andy, for the same reason, I might have almost called him David because again, it was like five years of yeah. calling a dude David. And you're exactly right. Not because I was like wishing it was him. It's no. just like a habit. But I never, I've never done it though. It's like it never actually happened. No, never. Where I was like, hey David. Oh, I mean Andy. And it might be more of a thing of. It might be less of like, that's a habit that I have and more of a thing of like, you know, when you're like standing on a rooftop and you're like, I could just jump right now. What's right. keeping me from jumping? Right. Like, it might be more of that. Like, it's like, I'm afraid I'm going to do this thing that's bad. And so you do like thinking of, so you think so about it. it you think about don't it so do much. It. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so that's, a, I was just curious. Psychology that's in a million TV shows and movies. And I'm like, I does that happen that often? Happen? Yeah. You're in the heat of the moment. Heat of, of the, the moment. moment. Speaking of 80s songs, they somehow got the rights to How Am I Supposed to Live Without You? Yeah, which they do a duet with um, A.C. Slater and Jesse Well, because after that happens, so she goes, thanks, oh, yeah. Jeff. And and Zach's like, uh, we got to talk. And so they go outside. And then that's when they can't find Zach, who, by the way, is the lead guitarist of the band. Yeah. But they're still like, fuck it. We're just going to do this anyway. Well, because you don't, there's no guitar in How Will I Live I guess live there's not, you. yeah. So they go. So by the way, that's a Michael Bolton song. I just realized Laura Branigan first. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're but right. then Michael Bolton. But yeah, it's still a song. I would assume would be very expensive. To also, secure not the rights popular to. with teenagers. Not popular with teenagers. T- popular this time with mothers. What about some? Um, my name is Luca or something. Uh, my, what about a song about a domestic dispute? To close out I this heartwarming other yet. slow song from the nineties. That's the only one you come up with. About oh, I want to sex Peter. you up. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's a little scandalous but they for would Bayside. Do, I want to feel you up. Yeah, that's even maybe scandalous. What would it be a 90s song that they could have done that wasn't Michael Bolton style? Or that wasn't like, you know, Do Me Baby. Bob what about, uh, um, is there a slow Debbie Gibson song? I'm trying to think of like, at, at 1991, what they were playing at my There's like, a Skid Row song that dances. was kind of slow. What? I remember you. Remember that? I remember. Yeah. I, I remember you throughout the sleepless nights. That or like every rose has its thorn or something. Day. Yeah. Or they should have every rose. Has th- and by, by the way, the rights would have been. What if all cheaper? those songs are more expensive? Oh, weird. Yeah. Well, they should have done the Beatles. That's what we'll end with. <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine if the episode of television we just watched closed with the Zack Attack singing yesterday. Wrap your uh, fucking brain around that. How you, unbelievable would that have be been? Amazing. 
That would blow the whole lid off like, the joint. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. I can't okay. even handle that at all. So the here's concept. what happened. They're outside. They're sitting on a picnic table and they break up. Yeah, they break up while uh, Slater and Jesse are singing How Am I Supposed to Live Without You to each other. Mm-hmm. They're outside breaking up in what is maybe history's simplest breakup ever recorded. Also the most emotional one. Emotionless one. But I have to say this. Why is it to be continued? Because there's going to be some shit going down. Well, you'll have the next ep. With my, you'll have to see because we'll watch the two be continue for the next app. But I have a, I have a summation line that I wrote down. Okay, Kelly and this is what the uh, Netflix should say. Kelly and Zach break up so Kelly can have underage sex with a guy in a badly knitted sweater. <laughs> that is beautiful. Well, that's okay. So it's a close and they break up. Okay. Yes, you're right. What twenty? We'll call him twenty, maybe even. What 19 or 20 year old is trying to date a 16 year old? Because girls in college are going to do much more fucked up stuff. Girls in college will fuck you all day. Yeah. A 16 year old is. Has to go to class. <laughs> has to go to class and like has a curfew and like. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy. Also, you're telling me that the hottest girl you ever met is a 16 year old at a high school and not, and not at UC fucking, on the campus of UCLA. The fucking campus, like they let you wear bikinis to class. Yes. I assume. Yes, of course they do. Well, I've seen summer school movies. Do like, they? yes, they do. Yeah. But yeah, that plus, dude, you're the manager of a restaurant. You're balling out of control. You got money for days. Like, take out some of those college girls who are going to s your d. Also, like Kelly's not going to do a restaurant. How can you manage a restaurant and go to school? Pre pre law sounds like a pretty tough major. I'm sorry, a lot of books. This guy's not sleeping. He's doing cocaine. I know (laughs) it. He's doing coke in order to read all his pre law books and manage a restaurant and date a sixteen. Managing a restaurant is a full time. He's not. He's not assistant manager. He's a manager. Right. I know. So How that, come I've never... Also, there's two reasons he gives in the episode. I just realized that, he, that she hasn't seen him there before. Number one, he just transferred from Michigan. And number yeah. two, he's a college student. Yeah. One of those things isn't necessary, and it's the Michigan thing. Yeah, that's true. Is that supposed to make him see, seem like a good Midwestern kid? Oh, we can't. he can't just be from US, UCLA because he's an, an instant heroin addict. Right, right. Well, they also, too, it's probably to give more... Because remember when Kelly was blabbing on and on about him, it was like more shit to tell Jesse right. and Lisa. But that never came up, did it? No, it, I think it did because they also said a shoe size that she somehow knew. But yeah, so it's weird that a 19 or 20 year old wants to date a 16 year old across And the illegal. And illegal. And I bet her parents, because they've been portrayed as really protective, wouldn't even let her do it. Also, the breakup scene, I don't know about you teenagers are not rational no they're their emotions run like zach he should have flipped that table that <laughs> fucking real housewives of new jersey style. yeah because he's told and also zach's like the alpha male of bayside so i feel like he too would be like wait a minute you're dumping me like i'm the shit like he's just super like hey what's going on and she's like i really like jeff and he's like okay i'll miss you Duh. like the end yeah He's not. He doesn't seem they mad. Were being so, he doesn't like, seem white and Protestant about it. Like, oh, and so good adult. day. Well, con- con- congratulations on our. I've relationship had adult ending. breakups that were like less rational than that. You know what I mean? So it's like they're super adult about it. And he goes, and he goes. I always love this, and I pointed out in previous episodes too that I miss you thing because he's like, I'll miss you un- until eight a.m. tomorrow when I'm sitting next to you in algebra. Like you know, it's like you're gonna see her every fucking. Also, day. she said, "Can we still be friends?" First of all, too soon, bitch. Yeah, yes. And then he says, yes, forever. <laughs> too soon, You guys are going to be BFFs? Yeah, he goes, forever. Yeah. Fuck you. Lies all around. Lies Everyone's all around. lying to their face. Which we'll see in the two-week continued up. Well, I won't. I'll never see it. I'll tell you about it. I guess I could watch it on Netflix. You could. 
By the way, also on Or Netflix. you could listen to the podcast, Go Bayside. Oh, yeah, I could do in that. In which we will break it down. Do you teach your guests who your guest is going to be next time? Or because comedians can't be trusted, you can't say who's going to be on next It's more the latter. It's really more the latter. Uh, it's not so much a secret as it's most people cancel at the last minute. No, so it's... No, it's true. It's fl- I have a pretty awesome guest lined up for the next one. I read this article written by a British person about why LA people flake so much mm-hmm. or people who live here. And it was a really interesting uh, justification for the behavior. And it said so- something... It goes something like this. Los Angelinos have a lot of hope mm-hmm. and have a lot of... Um, optimism yeah and so when you ask them to do something they say yes because they're optimistic that they can get it done but they're unrealistic in how time how many works things they can do. right and so that's why they have flake oh i was only but it's not I mean to shit on anybody i mean i've canceled on people too it's just like yeah i don't like to see but i've never heard anyone like have put like a positive spin on it right no I, yeah i'm not yeah that makes perfect sense to me was i too racist in this episode or too sexist are you joking please go back and listen to other episodes are you serious oh my god total but you can't not i mean you weren't racist well, in that you were pointing the out Everybody's their racism a cartoon in this exactly that's what i'm saying so it's like there are times where it just has to be pointed out that like oh of course they made the black girl say this of course they made the latino dude yeah. say this like it's on them is slater latino or i thought he was hawaiian no he's, I thought he was he, filipino no, I think he's supposed to be a Latino. But he's moved from Hawaii, right? No, but that's not... He's an army brat. He's lived oh. in, like, Germany and Italy and, like, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, Jesse and um, and AC Slater were on uh, an episode of Access Hollywood where they danced. That's right, because Jesse and Leah Remini are on Dancing with the Stars right now. Good for both those ladies. Good for them. I don't I watch like those it, shows. So, I don't know... I don't watch it either, but I'm, I'm all for, for it. Anyone, but... Well, April, what's your takeaway from this episode? What, what do you think is going to... You know what's going to happen next. I already know. See, you can't... I, I have them all memorized. Can I make a... I um, need to ask you... Well, I usually ask, what's your history? Did you watch the show growing up? Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would come home every day. Yes. Latchkey kid. Totally, me in, too. In the in the post-school pre-parent zone. Yes. And I would binge watch this show. Thank you. And sometimes I would just watch it. It would be on like silent in the background. Right. Now, the only thing that did replace Saved by the Bell was my my family was the first family in my high school to get internet. What? And so what we would do is we would, people would like 10 to 15 teenagers deep come to my house. We'd look up pictures of people fisting and pooping on each other. <laughs> but Saved by the Bell would always be in the background. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's first, how I found it about shrimping and scatting and all that stuff. Okay. Of course. Of course. When I got the internet too, we didn't get the internet until my senior year of high school. And then, of course, it's like you look up all the crazy shit. But how did you? How do you know you were the first in your entire high school? Because everyone came to our class, to our house. Oh, and it was America Online, presumably. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, okay. what else was there? Yeah, back exactly. in those days. Uh, back in the old days, they right. only had a AOL. Also, I would, uh, me and Millie, because Millie, my best friend, who's also been on the podcast, uh, she would come over because I think I got internet before her and we would download stuff off Napster. Like, you know how when one song took like two hours to get it? Yeah. And so we would download crazy shit off Napster. But I have to say, as much as I was interested in the sexual deviancy that the internet had to offer, mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell was always on. Yes. Even in the background when you were looking up pictures of people pooping on each other. Yeah. <laughs> so you can un- imagine how complicated my sex life is now because of it. <laughs> But I love this show. I love this show. It's so stupid. I knew it was stupid when I was watching it. I didn't right. care. I, I learned about environmentalism from the show. Sure. I learned about diet pills from the show. Sure. Um, I learned about... That's it. Those two things. Those, just those two things. Everything else, I was like, I got this unlocked. <laughs> 
But I'd love to see. I mean, most of them have, have uh, you know, ACs on Access. Yeah. Zach Morris. Zach has aged very well. Very well. A lot of cop shows. <laughs> As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and wrap this up so I can get, get, get to watching that Zach sex scene. Okay. Okay. You're... Can I do a prediction for next week? Next week's sure, episode. Absolutely. Okay, this is totally inaccurate. Okay, Zach is Zach is gonna do like a murder revenge on on uh, Jeff. He's gonna he's gonna hide in Jeff's yeah, car. It's definitely gonna be it's a murder. Gonna be, it's gonna be just like um, uh, Six Feet Under, where he, they he makes him do cocaine, and it's a whole episode where they just like <laughs> like Jeff thinks he's gonna die, and you don't know if Zach's gonna kill him. Right, and then he lets he lets Jeff go, but like Jeff's scarred, and so he breaks up with Kelly because he knows what Zach's capable of. But then we see Zach and Kelly get back together. But now we know what Kelly's in for because we see how fucked up Zach got. AC Slater starts starts his own after school business, which in, which ends up being bought by some Silicon Valley firm. I'm like, and then all you're doing is making me disappointed that the real episode is not this. Oh, do you wish? I wish I could write TV where I just wrote whatever I wanted, like Alf style. <laughs> like I feel like Alf was like the the like last sitcom that was like someone was like I'm gonna do drugs and then I'm gonna write right, that yeah. and you all are gonna and do you're gonna it put it on TV. That. Yeah, and we did. And, no and one, it was awesome, by the way. I watched the shit out of Alf. Who has the free? No one has the freedom to do that anymore. And I would yeah. like to do that. And I wouldn't. I don't just want to do fake predictions of what's going to happen on the to be continued season four, episode five. Of Save of Save you want to make or it really season happen. three, episode six, whatever episode. Well, hopefully, somebody who's listening can fucking call you up and make that happen. Please don't call me. Email you? Yeah. Okay. But I just have limited minutes, and right. you know, <laughs> I don't have great service in my apartment, so. What's your Twitter? It's just at Aaron Gibson, right? No, it's at Giblertron. Oh, that's right. Which is my Why? last name if I was a robot. At Giblertron, G-I-B-B-L-E-R-T-R-O-N. Yeah. And you host, you co-host Throwing Shade, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Thanks, dude. And way better and slicker and more pro than this. Well, only because but we have segments. Still. By the way, this has, this has structure. All you need is structure. Okay. And your structure is we fucking break down this episode like none other. Yeah, that's right. That's but I'm your just saying line. it's an honor to have a podcast superstar like you on this. Oh, well, that's not unnecessary. No, it's true, though. <laughs> um, I always yeah. giggle when someone gives me a compliment. It's that's true. That's about me. You're a fucking queen. Well, thanks for having me on. Of thanks course. for letting me sit on your couch. Thanks always. for letting me, you know... S- just sit vagina flat on your couch. Was, I don't have pain. We scissored no the whole time we recorded this. It was awesome. We only, we touch our very Like I need to make more people think we're lesbians together, by the way, which is like, su- every time we go out together, everyone's like, you guys are a great couple. Well, we both have on, we'll have a hooded sweatshirt on yeah, both of us. That's true. And both of us are saying dude. Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh, I think friends. it's insulting to lesbians to say we're lesbians. It is. Sorry, lesbians. Okay. Anyway, uh, thanks for having me on. Of thanks, course. April, for being my guest tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was another episode of Go Bayside. Um, I'm actually going to... I'm thinking of doing like a reader mail segment, maybe, if I can still rein these into under an hour. Because you guys do. I get tons of awesome emails. They're awesome and they're great. And I do enjoy the ones that even point out when I'm wrong. And and when I ask a question on here that you guys answer, it's awesome. Like I had one... There was an episode where uh, like Kelly kisses a teacher on the cheek and I'm like, no fucking way does that ever happen? And I had a gentleman email me and was like, I am a teacher and that does happen. But he was like, I teach like eight year olds and you know, it's not That's as weird. Sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. So, um, but yeah, Kelly's not eight. So exactly. Point counterpoint. Exactly. You know what I mean? But no, I do like it when you guys do that. So that's awesome. Um, I also appreciate all of the high ratings and stuff on iTunes. 
Um, yeah, you guys listen, rate, and, and comment on iTunes because that really, honestly, that's the best kind of advertisement. I have it to does. Say. It, it does helps help. a lot. It totally helps. Also, when you're sad and you're in your bathtub, you could just hop on there and see all the nice don't things. Don't act like s- I don't do that. Don't act like I don't bring my iPad into my bathroom when I'm crying. But not with the intent of putting it in the bathtub. No. Just to read it. Um, Yeah. So thank you is the general thing that I'm saying to everyone who is cool about this. And next episode coming up, like I said, it is called The Aftermath. And it is the follow-up to this one. So please tune into that next week on Go. Beep, 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 beep